faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. <clears throat> Greetings, 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 and what? I just feel like this is so weird. Like, I feel like there's always, like, a lead-up, and then this starts. I've never done a recording where it actually just starts with this. It feels weird. That's why I stopped, so. <laughs> but, uh, greetings, 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 and welcome, Pum Pum Posse, bless up yourselves. This is the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. Y'all can see my eyes. I'm a little bit high. Don't watch that. Um, <laughs> I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, you can find me on my social media platforms on instagram and twitter at the pum pum chronicles you can also follow my personal page badass underscore jones underscore if you want to get in contact with me you can do so in one of two ways either through uh email at the pum pum chronicles at gmail.com or you can send me a message on the call in line leave a voice message send a text that number of course is 320-270-1086 and you can find the, po- the podcast on all platforms where podcasts can be found including but not limited to apple itunes amazon and uh Spotify. Um, so today, uh, as we go, um, I know those of you who have listened to, uh, I think it was two episodes ago, we did a men's discussion panel on uh, sex intimacy from the perspective of Black men. And one of my special guests that was part of the panel discussion was Sir Sugar. I gotta say it like a Jamaican. I can't say I don't know like a American's like that's perfectly fine. I'm I'm half Jamaican, so it's Okay, funny. right. Big up yourself. <laughs> yes, y'all did things. All right. So, sir Sugar, the gal them sugar, um, is here with me today to do a one-on-one conversation um about the lifestyle, about being a service top, and a number of different things that pertain to BDSM and the kink community um mr sugar sir mr sugar i don't know that sir sugar sir sugar (laughs) welcome 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 back thanks for coming back and talking to me i appreciate it thank you for the welcome um so i know everyone is familiar with you um from the group discussion but if you can just reintroduce yourself to everyone let them know who you are uh where they can get in contact with you and some of the many wonderful things that you do and then we'll jump into the discussion uh, hello, I am Sir Sugar, the Sir Sugar. Uh, <laughs> I am a service top in BDSM. I've been been in BDSM and swinging, but uh, I guess for the purposes of this conversation, BDSM for 11 years. Uh, I'm a service top. My job is to basically provide services for those who request it, what they request if I can, and get paid for it. Uh, um, oh, I also have to work on this because I created a mission statement and yes. I want to sort of bring the mission statement in here. So my BDSM mission statement for me is to provide a masculine safe space for black people to learn and explore their kinks in a safe, sane, and consensual and enthusiastic manner. So that's my mission statement. I got to work on putting that in my little package. You know what? Uh, Honestly, the more, when you as you practice it, it just becomes like second nature. You just spew it off gotta stand in the mirror and say that like 10 times daily or something uh but other than that my all my platforms are the underscores sir sugar for t-h-e-e underscore s-i-r-s-u-g-a for uh instagram and sexual underscore switch uh for twitter which is really the only other platform that i really use i use facebook but eh, i'm not really on facebook like that like that yeah uh and if someone wanted to get in contact with you what's the best way to do that uh, uh, you can message me on either one, Twitter or Instagram. Okay. So since you mentioned being a service top, and I know that's one of the things that I want to discuss with you, it, it feels like it's a great place to start. So if you can please, just in depth, what like what is a service top? What what does a service top do? What type of services do you provide? Yeah, let's let's start there. 
uh, I guess for me, a service top, I separate service top from dom. Some people who are doms also do services and whatnot, but I don't even use that term because I'm personally, I'm not in a dynamic and right now I'm not looking to be in a dynamic. So the times when people who they hear the word dom, they have already like, oh, this person is doing this or do not. I'm not doing any of that chicken foot. I'm not, I'm here for you to say, Hey, meet you. Uh, if you heard about me or you're aware of my services or you are interested in BDSM, learning about it in any way, shape, form, or fashion, I teach classes. I do uh, in-person demos. I do for parties. For, and I've done, I've gone to multiple uh, BDSM parties and done demos to teach people. I've done, uh, went to, I've been to swinging events and done demos to sort of, hey, here's especially Black people. It, it's sort of BDSM in the Black community is sort of growing. So, been a couple of those parties and sort of hey here's what i do here's uh parts of bdsm i enjoy teaching intro like bdsm so like all the people who are like new and don't understand and this is intriguing or i read 50 shades of gray like all right that's great let's hear what you think about that right here's how it really works right i enjoy basically doing like intros and teaching and i have my own bag of toys here uh, and basically, I do like in-person demos. Where like, hey, uh, if you know what you would like to try, hey, I would like to try this, this, this. We can talk about it. Uh, we go down a list of things to talk okay. about to make sure everything checks out correctly. And then from there, I get my services paid for and then execute on what you want. If I can't execute on what you want. If not, I will either tell you I can't do it or if I know somebody who can do it, I'll be like, hey, I can't do this. But go to this person or talk to them. Maybe they can help you out a bit better than I can. So what are some of the services that have been requested of you? Uh, the things, I guess, okay, I guess I guess it's easier to do things I don't do because I just a list of things I do do. And that's okay, cool. yes. So there's certain people who uh, they like uh, rope. So like they like uh, shibari. So like that's sort of like stylish in the, that's uh that's not my thing like i i don't do stylish rope i do bondage rope so like i do i put you my job is to put you in situations to i like forced orgasms i like things like that so i like right. to tie your knee to your elbow to where you can't move at all and just fucking put a vibrator on your clit and watch you suffer and just sit there and drink right. wine you while you suffer. <laughs> that's like that's my thing. Like if you want like a cute little harness and and people who do like the extreme, like beautiful, right. that's not me. I don't have a passion for that. I do know people who do do that and they have a passion. It's a skill set. I have no interest in doing that. If I were to do it, you'd be paying me probably extra because I don't. Now I'm like doing something and I and then depending on what you want, I'd have to learn that. It's a whole lot. So I don't do that. I don't do. <laughs> Okay. I don't do anything with blood, uh, blood play. I don't do anything with that. Um, ooh, uh, needles. What about urine? Mm. Golden showers? Okay. I think that's probably, that may be more of a personal life thing for me. Okay. Like me and whoever, but not as a service. Not, as far as now, no, maybe if I go down, I'm like, yeah, I'll open up. But So okay. those little things for me right now, those are my nose. Um, I do electricity play. I do oh. uh, degradation. I do sensation play. I'm getting some waxing so I can start doing wax play. Uh, sensation play, sensory deprivation, impact, flogging, spankings, electricity. Uh, Lord, the list can goes I, on. Can I stop at one? Okay, so you said degradation play. Explain to me what that is. I, like, I know what that is, but explain to me what that is, as though I don't uh, Certain people may want to be called certain things or treated a certain way in a degrading manner, whether they want to be, if they perceive to be, uh, say they thought being put on a collar at least was degrading to them. Certain people, it's right. pet play and they love it and it's really positive right. and they love it and they feel good. Certain people, it's degrading, but it's turn on for them. It's okay. degrading. So, like, they would be like, I would, okay, cool. If you have a collar and leash, no problem, boo. Lead you around on that. If you wanted certain names or words you wanted to be called, you slut bitch that made you feel, that made your pussy jump, it made you feel whatever. The feelings, and, but right. it was degrading, <laughs> but it was degrading to you. Right. Sure, why not? We can do that. So yeah, it's just uh, uh, making you feel lesser, but that lesser makes you feel good. Like, it right. makes, like that, that makes you feel like, oh yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> it gets you there. What's uh, what is, do you have a favorite? King or favorite type of king? Uh, I like electric play. Electric play is fun to me. It's uh, something once I 
got into it, it was just like, <gasps> and I don't know two <laughs> black people in BDSM doing electric play, so I've right. always wanted to like a person who had a niche, like you knew me for something. If you right. if I see so sugar, I know electric play is there. So I sort is, of, right area of expertise. Got it. Yeah, so that's that. In uh, I I do have a feet fetish, so I enjoy feet. So uh, yeah. I, Nice. I like. Uh, I think there's a whole story behind that, but yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to give the story now that you said it. So well, you put it out there. so I was uh, my mentor in BDSM. Uh, he basically, we went to, we were going to an event. He had like a Wicked Wednesday every third Wednesday of the month, and he's a person he will like, he will force introduce you to people. He will like put you in. I needed that because I'm such a, I'm a actually very shy, reserved person. So he's the type of person. She'd be like, hey, you come here. This is this person. Meet them. They do this, 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 this. She likes, oh, she likes some people. Well, you got to play with people. So I met this lady. She was a professor out of college later. I was like, oh, shit. But, uh, and she supposedly she likes her feet played with. So we laid her down. I gave her uh, like a full body massage, legs, feet, and all. And I started putting her feet in my mouth. And basically she wound up having like a full body orgasm from oh. like getting her soul stuck, from getting her toes stuck on. So that was, and that was like my, like, I didn't, I didn't have a thing for feet. It, I, there was no thought process about feet. I was like, feet are nice, whatever. But once that happened, that was like a switch for me. And I was like, oh, I like this. So yeah, that's my intro into feet. So I know, like you said, it it, it uh, allowed her to have a full body orgasm. Does it physically impact you the same type of way? Yeah, I get turned on from it. I get turned on from the, I say I'm an orgasm whore. So I feed off a woman's orgasms. That's my shit. I don't like, oh, it's like, it's it's a primal, it's a primal energy type of thing. I just want to like, the, that's why I like forced orgasms. Watching a person's brain sort of turn off and yes. their body just take control of them. And they can't, that, that's my, I like, I would, uh, I can live in that. <laughs> I think that uh, you just gave us the title. I, I was going to call this something else, but I think the title of this needs to be I'm an orgasm for because yes. that's fucking spectacular. I just wrote that down because that's just crazy. Okay, <laughs> so you said you've been in the BDSM lifestyle uh, for 11 years as well as swinging lifestyle. Now, I want to talk to you about the BDSM lifestyle, but I wanted to touch on on, on uh, the swinger lifestyle as well because you said that you're a single male and... So I have friends that are in the lifestyle as well. And, and one of the things, and I don't know if this is actually factual, but one of the things that I've, I've been taught or told or learned is that it's harder for single men to attend swinger events. They typically have to be invited by a couple, but if not, there's a different vetting process for single males. Is that is that true? Uh, I know there is a different uh there can be a different vetting process depending on if it's a like if it's a house thing, whoever's running that event at that house may have right. like a hey, there's only a certain amount of single men that can come. Right. And they, they charge if they're charging, then the price for you is much higher than for every like if so single women usually free, couple right. maybe like forty, fifty dollars, whatever. And then the price for men can be like a hundred and ten dollars, like sixty. I've had all the way up to like what maybe from like sixty, eighty off like hundred and twenty dollars. Just to, why? Is like do they well, feel because, like you're gonna come in and run amok? Like Yeah, they don't want uh they don't want a sausage that's basically if we have okay. fucking five single women, ten couples, we don't need fucking sixty men here just all like Ugh. Right. Men <laughs> men can be like like I I like I like being a man, but I understand me and shit at times. And once if you don't have to, you you don't have control of your dick and you just a horny caveman, you can be there's been situations where I've witnessed men being extra and out of pocket and I'm like right. So I get it like just trying to trying to control the environment. And swinging is largely it's about women and couples. So as right. a single you have to learn how to maneuver in that to be to get the experience you want and to have a good time. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Okay, so being in the BDSM lifestyle, how how did that come about for you? Um, roughly, what was like your your age bracket at the time? But primarily, like, how did that come about for you? Okay, so I remember I was twenty one. I was in Camp Pendleton in California. I was still a Marine, okay. and I, I was in so the hold barrier. on, hold on, hold on. You're in the military. I am not. I'm, uh, this is my third branch in the military. I've been in the Marines, the Navy, and now I'm in the Army. Okay, so we got to talk about how your lifestyle impacts. Like, we got to, yeah, we got to get into that. Okay, sorry. Okay, so <laughs> we're 21. <laughs> yeah, and I was just, uh, I was on base. I was, 
I wasn't like I know the ideas like military men and whores. I was because I'm just like complete opposite. I'm the shy person. I'm more outward now, but back then I wasn't really. T- I was afraid to talk to women. It caused me too much anxiety, so I wasn't talking to women. Like the idea of sort of like going out on the town and that shit was. And plus, you had to have like a battle buddy or whatever, so you have, always had to have a person with you. And I've had multiple times with being with other people where they act fucking stupid, and then you got to. So there was a lot. I was basically just staying in, chilling, watching some porn, doing my thing. And then on the side, like a little side panel of porn. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm not trying to like uh, put a business out there, but it was a, a, a website. Okay. okay. So yeah. basically king.com. Okay. It was king.com and it was the upper floor. And that's what I think I caught it when it was just starting. Like when it was just sort of like, oh, here we are. So right. I, I, for some reason it was on a side panel and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like I saw something, I was like, let me click on this. And then from there, it was like, it. what I saw triggered my, my love for like, not authority, but order and structure. So there was like, they had slaves and they were doing chores and there was rules and they had like their own little like house saying or whatever. And if they didn't say the, the correct house saying, they got whatever they punishment. And then if they right. did something, they like, so all that order and structure of that, I was like, oh, this is, weird because it was a whole bunch of white people i was like all right and i sort of just clicked off and then like because once you your computer sort of google whoever the hell fucking tracks what you click on uh later on a couple of days later back on porn whatever and it just whatever that was popped up again i was like all right so i clicked on the game again from that point on it was just like a Oh, so what is this? What is this? What is this? What? And then that was like, what the fuck is all this shit? And the person I am, I was like, okay, cool. I'm interested in this, but this right. seems very extreme. So let me, that's when I sort of went down a research rabbit hole of what is this? How does this work? What the hell is this called? What are these things? Right. And I did research. Maybe like, I, I did research and I just let it go. And then by the time, that time, maybe like a year afterwards, I got off the Marine Corps, was going to college. And then for some reason, something popped up. I don't know how I ran across it or something popped up. And it was an article. And um, I forgot what the article was about, but I know the article was about BDSM or whatever, but it mentioned one, it mentioned like FetLife. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is a thing to go on. And this, uh, I was like, all right, so I'm a little profile. Um I was in Houston in Houston at the time. So I made a little profile. was like, all right, let me start. I learned about munches and events you can go to or whatever. Yes. So I started going to munches and events, uh, largely largely white people, which is which was fine. I, I'm cool. I don't know nothing. But the, the thing that happened to me was my maybe like second or third munch event. Excuse me. Uh, my eyes are just... Allergies? I don't know. I, just, I think it's just... I, I have allergies, but I've never recognized them. <laughs> <laughs> What does that even mean? I think I've been breathing out of like one side of my nose my entire life and I just don't take anything for it. I'm just like, ah, well, it happens. <laughs> you know what? You're, that is, you're so Jamaican. That alone lets me know that you're a yard man because stubbornness, a lot of his mercy. Unless it, cool. unless it like makes me go to the hospital, unless it like really impacts my life. I'm like, ah, well, I could just. You're like, I'm not, I'm not dying. Know. I'm good. I can still breathe from one side. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Die. <laughs> so basically I went to like my third, second or third munch and a white woman literally was like, hello, my name is, it came up to me and licked my face. And I'm I was sorry. like. Literally, hello, my name is... And then she said... She looked at my face and she said, you're mine. Oh, and I was shit. like... Like, I, I froze. I was like, I I don't know what to do. Like, I didn't... I... She literally went to, I licked it, so it's mine. God damn, wow. And she had her husband, like, behind... Like, I found out later, her husband was, like, behind her somewhere. So she had a husband. I was like... What? I was like... I was new there. It was my third event. I didn't know what to do. I stayed to, like, learn the information. But after that, I was like, I have to find black people. We're a black people. <laughs> right. <laughs> I literally got back on Fet Life. It was like, you know what? Houston, Texas events. And I just scrolled down every black person I found and clicked on their profile. And then that's when I found my mentor, Black Spank Daddy. He was hosting a Wicked Wednesday in Houston at the time. And that's uh, sort of how I got into. I went there, went there early. I didn't know the place was a swingers club at all. I'm, I was still all new to this shit. So I had no idea it was a swingers club. It was right. just like this little place by the airport, like by itself. So I was like, all right, bet. I went in there, sat down, and it was a group of people I have like a little karaoke over like across from me. So I was like, got my little water, sat down. I don't know them, they don't know me. Let me chill, be respectful. A lady came from a group, sat next to me, was like, hey, would you like to be friends? I was like, oh, 
okay, sure, why not? And she brought me over to her friends. And from that point on, that's how I got introduced into swinging. And they was like, so this is what this is, da, da, da. And then they sort of introduced me to them. And I have friends and all sorts of stuff from swinging now. I've been doing that on and off for about 11 years. And then after that, later on through the night, he came with his, uh, my mentor came with his two uh, submissives. And I just walked up to him. I was like, hello, my name is, uh, I mentioned the BDSM. I don't know anything about it, but if you have anything you can teach me, I'd like to learn. And he was like, sure, why not? And that night he just started teaching me impact play and all sorts of other stuff. I think that's the first, that's the first time I ever saw a woman have like a squirt from being spanked. I was like, oh, like this. <laughs> You're like, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> yeah, this, is like, this shit is wild. Like, okay. Wow. So, yeah. yeah, so it, and it was, he had, his whole group was nothing but black people. So I was like, oh, there's like black people doing this? Like him. So I'll, from that point on, I've been like, He's taught me the groundwork for BDSM, and then I've sort of, as I explored myself, I was I went into being not knowing what I was, thinking I was a dom, and then I was a, wound up finding someone else, and I was submissive for her for two years. And then, how was that? What was that experience like? Oh, uh, it helped me. It sort of I had to. What is the word? I had to sort of come to a, like a meeting with myself black men masculinity and being a submissive and what that meant and how does that work with me which helped a lot i was like okay you can do this this and this and you can still be a man and be masculine and you can yes. have these i got to learn my body also i was like oh i didn't even know i like half the shit i like okay <laughs> <laughs> okay and then uh that uh that sort of maybe led into like a little dip into my sexuality where i was like hmm Maybe okay, cool. But at at that time, it was just like eh, it was with a woman, so I was like, cool. But what does that mean? A dip into? I know what that means, but what does that mean? A dip into your sexuality? Oh, uh, for me, it was uh, I think just because I was her submissive and I was I trusted her and I was open to her exploring and things she wanted and whatnot. So then we had a time where uh, like she had strap-ons, I tried pegging. It wasn't for me. I was like, right. eh, I like, I like it because you like it, but like, left to my own devices, I'm probably not. That's not going to happen again. Right. So, further on, I don't do that. But what I did enjoy, she had a strap and she would throat fuck me, and I oh. was being throat fucked with a strap. So that was like, like a, hmm, like what, like do I? Mm-hmm. So that was like a thing with it pause. I was like, okay, I don't know. I, that's not anything. Right, cool. if you're ready for the next right. step. Right, so okay. That just sort of went away. But I was like, I, so even to this day, I like, I'm not for pegging, but if you can fuck my throat with a strap, I'm here. Like, it turns me off. Especially if a woman can like, get the right strap and you get it gets like her clit area and it, it like, if you, she can have an orgasm fucking my throat, that shit, like, I love that. Hold on, fucking your throat with the strap, not just yeah. with your pussy. That too. Well, that would but be like fucking a, your mouth. That wouldn't be. Yeah, fucking a, your exactly. Throat. But yeah, right. So, Got it. Yeah, but so that so I'm like, okay, I that's something I enjoy, which was new. I didn't. I found out I enjoy certain levels of pain, and that's sort of when I went into like, okay, but I can't be a submit like uh, so like full time part of that submissiveness. Yeah, that was like I can't just this isn't just who like this part right. is not all of me like the. Right. I don't know, like, the, there's something in me that when I still need to, like, the controls, like, yep. I, there's still, like, that dominant in me. I was like, hey, motherfucker, like, that, you did that for a while, but we're still here. Yeah, like, we, need we, to, we need to switch I it still, up. <laughs> we still need to be big. So, like, what are we doing, my guy? Like, right. so, it was like, okay, then I looked into, like, okay, so maybe I'm a switch, and that's sort of what I became. I just, okay, so now I'm, like, now I'm switching. And now, to this day, I'm more of a, my service stop is sort of the leading thing for me because it's yes. sort of fine women I trust to dominate me in a way that I want it to be. Once me and my my dame broke up and we separated, it's it's sort of a the business of women and doming is a huge business. Yes. So I, I, I I'm more of like a personal. I would like to get to know you as a person. This isn't a business thing for me. Like right. So I would find, like to find someone I'm cool with and we're cool and we can build from there. And there's a certain type of doming I like personally. I like sort of like sensual primal doming. Okay. So like, that type of energy is my thing. So although maybe the extra heavy, sadistic, degrading stuff that sort of like has the mainstream, that's not me at all. I don't do any of that. Okay. I don't. There's a certain energy I need to feel enjoyable, but also feel like you're not disrespecting me because I've had 
being a man and leading running with my dick i've had a horrible experience with a, a lady dom and i was like oh okay that taught me a lesson i was like okay got it never happening again but oh my gosh there's so many things i want to ask you okay hold on so feel free to ask <laughs> um throat fucking experience right uh did you take it to the next level next step where it wasn't a woman but it was a man uh that was, that was probably like years later. So okay. like maybe 24, 25, like I was, I got into, after I got out, I was, got the Marine Corps at 21. Maybe like two years later, I did the whole looking up BDSM. It felt like staying 22, 23, 24. It's like, no, I was damn near when I really just sort of like went into it. It was like maybe like 27, 28 when I finally, okay. finally did do something with me. And that How was just, that experience. It was, it was, it was fun. It was interesting i'm still i stay i i didn't really get into my oh i'm pansexual it's like 29 30 and i'm 34 now okay so i'm still like sort of new to being gay and lgbt like i'm still new to this for me it's like because i'm an introvert i didn't sort of do the like i'm gay and run out to the world (laughs) like okay i'm pansexual cool but i'm still like an introvert and i'm in my house so i don't really the spots to go to and all the people and i'm not very much a socialite so I'm like, yes. I'm gay, but I'm sort of like, all right, motherfucker, like, if you want to be out here, get up there and see some shit and try to, you know, so I'm, I'm working on getting out of the community. <laughs> so as as far as um, dating goes, let's say, uh, being a single black male, being pansexual, does that pose more difficulty for you in the world of dating or does it open up more options for you in the world of dating? I think based on the people... Being in BDSM and swinging based on the people I've sort of circled myself around, it hasn't been really much trouble because all okay. those are like, they're pretty much open and they're they're open. So they're like, open. but I have like, once you, once you live in a world so much, you, you sort of forget the vanilla world exists until you sort of go back in the vanilla world. And you're like, oh, like there's more of you. There's, right. <laughs> there have been, there have been the discussions in times of like, I can't, like people don't a lot of people don't know I'm pansexual just because it's not a like unless you ask me I don't feel like there's a need to tell you right I feel like my pansexual is like my social security number I don't need to fucking tell you unless you ask right. me right <laughs> so it's a reason to say it I don't mind I'm just cool whatever but so you have those conversations with people who don't like who knew you when I was 20 whatever and now that I'm 30 whatever like I know okay now I'm pansexual they don't know that though and so they have these conversations and say these things I'm like ah okay well it's like, oh, well, I would never date this type of man, or it's like, you know, if he do this, he gay, he questionable, and I don't. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you had because we've never had the conversation. Right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you had those feelings. Right. And now that that's come up, and you have these feelings. Oh, okay. Well, just to let you know before you go too far off a cliff, right. here's who I am. Right. So, like, watch. Let's watch the wording from like this point on. Let's watch. Right. Yeah. Have you have you ever had an attraction to let's say to like a, a male a male attraction and in wanting to find out how open they were mentally in terms of, you know, sexual preferences, but the conversation went in a very different direction than you had hoped it would where the person was I guess maybe like they weren't necessarily I don't know I I, I just feel like sometimes, you know, you kind of get a vibe from someone and then you, you, you're trying to have a conversation with them to see if what you're feeling is what you're feeling from them is what it actually is only to find out that it's not like, um, like somebody that I know, you know, one of his friends, I swore that there was something between them based on the vibe and the energy. But I realized that that's, that's just how they are with one another. But one of the two of them actually likes his oh. friend and so he and i talked about it but he's never brought it up to his friend because he recognizes that for his, his friend that it's just that that com- that camaraderie that brotherly type of love that they have but i don't know they i feel like they're flirting sometimes but i don't know if i'm reading it wrong and why i'm gonna want to be the person to go <laughs> say something and then you know you know like right. so yeah. I, like for you have you ever had that type of experience where maybe you read the energy of another man wrong or somebody that you might have liked or been interested in? Um, no, usually I'm very, like, I get a very clear reading on anything I do before I even take the steps to do it. I think it's just a perfectionist in me, like, let yes. me make sure I know exactly what this is before right. I 
ass out in here. So usually I, I I'm in the I'm in an area or around people who I know what this is. So there's no questioning on what this is. So then if I choose to make a move, then I already know. Like right. it's already been said. Even if it hasn't been said to me, you've said it to other people around, or oh, we know what this environment is, so I know who you are. Right. Um, have you ever been fetishized as a black man? I know you said when you first got into BDSM and you, the munches that you went to is primarily white people. I don't want to say that they were, well, I don't know, the woman who licked your face and said, you're mine now. Definitely weird. But, <laughs> right. Have you ever been in an environment or situation where you felt like you were being fetishized because you're a black man? Or um, because there you're pansexual like, even? There have been like certain situations. As far as being black, there's been certain situations. You go to events and then there's like largely white people like white women who say have their like oh, I like black men because of BBC or da 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 or whatever that thing is the whole big black cock and, yeah. and that's, for those like, of you who don't know what BBC is it's not the television show or the, the news channel BBC is big black cock so big I'm like uh, like yeah I'm like I sugar foot I don't want to disappoint you you're not getting a 10 11 inch dick with me so like I don't want to <laughs> that's what you're looking for I, I don't want to disappoint so you you're getting no dick with me not even 10 you're just getting that like, like just I don't like we don't but like even the way you like I'm I'm a human like I need to be addressed as an entire brain heart soul human so right. just like oh you my big black uh, I'm like I'm not a dick I'm a human so like watch I need to dress like here's my name say my name right say my name so yeah. if you are going to fetishize, if you are fetishizing me, keep the shit in your head so I never know. Right. I almost feel like some of it is like, I don't know, trying to absolve their white guilt by fucking a black man or having a black man fuck them. It, it's just it's this whole weird thing. And then it's like, I don't know, somehow, I don't know. I feel like there's just this weird crossover with like the mentality of slavery and that, you know, the prize was a black man having a black woman or a black man being able to fuck a, uh, sorry, a black man being able to fuck a white woman. Like somehow that that was like the gift of all gifts or the prize of all prizes. And so when you're in those environments or those situations where you have a white man offering his white wife to you, that that's somehow supposed to be like, I don't know, you've reached some sort of a pinnacle. It's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting like, oh, okay. I always say white men either want you dead or they want you to fuck their wife. It's very like, it's a very hard, like they want to want you, they want you murdered or they want you to fuck their wife while they watch. I don't know why it's such a slant, but yeah. it's like, oh, one of the two, I guess. <laughs> it's not. It's, I feel like slave play for me within the world of BDSM would be a hard, like, I don't know that. Oh, like I, race play? Race play. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't, nah. I know, like, I feel like. Just even even thinking about it, I'm thinking, I'd probably get up and try to cut somebody. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, come here, you black bitch. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know That's what I mean? Just, like, who you, the fuck are you talking about? And then the I whole mean, scene. When you call me a nigga with the hard ER, I'm like, ah, mm. Yeah, the whole scene what? is done. <laughs> like, scene mush up I one don't, time. Don't even, like, even if we do it, because I deal like, I don't, I'm not. Being in the world of BDSM and expanding my horizon, you meet different people. So I play with everybody. I'm not like, yes. I don't so if I've met a white person, whatever, you know, we played or it's cool. And I'm not opposed to like being worshipped by or like that thing. But like, don't just don't center it around my blackness. That makes it. That makes it. It gets yeah. makes it a black king in your woosa. Like I get it. But like, <laughs> no, I completely. Yeah, I completely feel that. I just I don't think that I could. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like I've I've been in environments where uh I don't know BDSM white people and BDSM black people and people of color, to me, two very different experiences. Um just even like the the energy, the sounds, the intensity just feels very different for me. I feel like you being in white <laughs> Yeah, right? Like it's just a whole different thing I feel like I don't know and I, I and I feel like um well my experiences have been that there are a lot of older people in in the white BDSM community that play versus in the black people uh, you know and, and people of color I feel like more younger people and not yeah. like young young but mature younger people like early 30s let's say up to like you know I feel like there's more 
more that age range that are open-minded and opening open to play and it, 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 usually that it's true usually you run into older people in the lifestyle which is otherwise it's fine just as long as everything's cool and we just still run by the same basic rules of bdsm of consent and all that but fam i'm not i ain't tripping <laughs> If you're looking for commercial ad space, product review, or brand sponsorship, please contact the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast for a rate quote and or media kit. That's the Pum Pum Chronicles at gmail.com. We look forward to working with you. So you had mentioned earlier, um, having been in the Marine Corps, I didn't ask you about your family dynamic. So much like much of many of us um were you raised in a more religious type household yeah okay so you were raised with the understanding that it was one man one woman and that was life (laughs) yeah that was all i was around basically okay so when you when you um found your path and started your journey on this path did you have conflict in your family because does your family know no my i just i'm not a I've always been a quiet person, just and even with my parents, like I've always been like, I've, I've been the person like my, I've come in, my parents would forget I'm in the house. They'd be like, are you still here? I'll just go in my room. I won't say anything to anybody. I always, like if I, I'm quiet, I go, I need to go. And I, ch- I'm like that with people in the real world. Like I enjoy, I enjoy sort of going invisible on people while being right in front of them. That way I get to take it. You thing. cloak yourself. Yeah, I enjoy that way. I get to take in everything people are doing, people are saying, I get to watch my surroundings and people are like, and I'm like, okay, now I can, when I want to participate and activate myself, now I can go with information and knowledge on how to sort of move with people and around them. And naturally, even as a child, I was always sort of just quiet and chill. So I've, my parents, I was never, there are people who, with their parents, are like, they tell them everything and they have great conversations. And then because, <laughs> because I I had certain situations with my parents and they were so Christian and they're old, like they're older people. Right. So there was a certain standard that I learned very early. And I was like, okay, in my young head, I was like, I know I can't tell you certain things. So we're not even going to try to have this conversation. I'll just, I'll, I'll slide this conversation. to like, we won't even have this conversation if it's not needed. Right. So are there, are there people in your life personally that do know? Everybody who knows is also in the lifestyle, basically. Like, so there's nobody outside of me. There's nobody outside of my life in the vanilla world that knows I do what I do. How do you balance that? Like, I've never been a open sharing person. So it's not, it's, <laughs> well, it's yeah, nothing to really, I've never been a, like, no matter what I did in life, I've never been like, hey, I'm doing this. And I can be accomplishing goals you'll never know until I decide to tell you. And that could be like years down the line. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Mm, it felt like it. <laughs> okay, well, I was going to ask you there, like, just even within being in the um, the Marine Corps, being in the, in the military, if there was ever sort of conflict about who you are in your, in your outside personal life versus who you have to be as a, a serviceman. I, I'm not even sure what the title is. I've, I've always been. As a person. I've always been pretty good at putting things in boxes and dealing with the box I need to when it's time to deal with it. So there was never a need to be like, I'm this entire person who needs to weave all these things together at the same time. No, when I do this, I do this. When I do this, I do that. And that's perfectly fine. So you just compartmentalize them? Yeah. Oh, you're so awesome. I need to learn how to do that because I feel like everything in my life overlaps with my sexuality and who I am like as a se- like just being like a sexual content creator. It's like there's no escaping it for me. So I don't. I I need to talk to you about how uh, how to how to make that balance happen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as far as teaching, um. So okay. So people people who are in the lifestyle that know, do they recommend people to you the way that you would recommend? You know, like you said that if if it wasn't something that you felt comfortable doing, or you you didn't feel like you knew enough about that, you would recommend someone that was more versed in whatever the area is. Do you have people who do that the same as with you? Yeah, there's some multiple people. I uh, that's largely been to say the truth. That's largely been how I've gotten people by like other women being like, "Hey, go talk to him. Like he knows what. Like he's I I enjoy being a safe space for black women." Yes. Within, 
thing. So coming into BDSM and listening to black women previously, even before I knew about BDSM and sort of, sort of always being sort of like into sexuality and sexualness and just sort of like, just being there. Like once again, I enjoy disappearing. So just being able to be the friend and listening to the conversation. Okay, you don't like this. You don't like that. Men aren't doing this. Men aren't doing that. Okay, damn, I'm fucking up here. I probably should improve here. (laughs) And then getting into like BDSM and being free to explore and like do my thing. I'm like, okay. And then seeing black women who are doing this, this, this. And I'm like, what the? Like y'all really? Oh, y'all really like this? And I was like, the. And then listening to black women within BDSM have bad experiences with doms or tops. You know, like, okay, I want to do this, but I don't trust this, and I don't do. My thing is all right, bet. I'm going to be the safe space that you can come to as a black man and black hey, these are the thoughts and uh, fantasies I have. I want to try this. I want to experience these things. And I trust you. I want it to be the name that people will go, you can trust him. And that's, right. it's been, it's been working for me for years so far. Like that's how a lot of people come to me. They're like, I don't, even my mentor, he's like, cause he's a sadist. So he enjoys like giving pain. He's a bit of a like authoritarian. Okay. He's like, I, if you want that soft, loving shit, go to him. Don't come to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to find that over here. <laughs> he's like, I, he was, he was, I was soft for like five seconds yesterday. If you, and that's like, he's also like, he's like, hey, you come here. Hey, this meet sure sugar. This is this person. He does this, 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 and this. And also right. other ones like, hey, Jason, I have a friend. She doesn't know. Duh, 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 duh. I trust you to take her on this journey. Right. Cool. And then other people just seeing my work and be like, oh, I'll, I'll watch what you're doing. Can you, can I turn that with you? I'm like, sure, why not? Yeah, because I saw one of your videos. I was like, who, boy. I don't, you, you, like, you gently put your hand around her throat. Oh, yeah. And she tilted her head back. And then you were, you were spanking her, but not like in, in an, an aggressive type way, but just like enough that she could feel the sting. And I had to move on from that video because I tried that to was do her first time. Way. That was her first time as well. Oh, that was, that visual is, it was, it was giving. <laughs> I, was I enjoy, my energy is a slow, sensual, primal type of person. I enjoy, I always say, I like, I enjoy just sort of luring people to sleep and then like, like, okay, well now I'm here. Like, I'm not a super, like there's a super aggressive guys and macho and I'm a, no, 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 no. I enjoy standing in the back. I, I love suits. Like, my closet is filled with nothing but, like, tailor-made suits. So that's my nice. shit. Suits and cufflinks and all. Like, yeah. And I'm just... My life story is I've been the guy chilling in a space, letting everybody do what they do, just standing yes. there. And somebody will come to me and be like, I noticed you were just standing here and something about me made you come and talk to you. And I'm like, all right. And from there, I like it's melting... Hard. I like melting into people. Like, I, it's not me and you. It's us now. Like, uh, we're going right. on... A- I'm in your emotions. I'm in your feelings. I'm pulling it out of you. Like whatever, all that, whatever in that little black box that you're afraid to talk about. That <laughs> pussy wet and making your secrets. Yeah. Yes, that's my like. Let's open that black box up, and I'll take your hand, and we'll go step by step to explore this to see to let it happen. Like, I, like that's I enjoy. I'm a servant. Like that's how I see servant for people. So you had said earlier that uh, one of the experiences that you had was a woman squirting from being spanked. Now, I I know for like when I get spanked, like the orgasms are the ripple effect. It's, it's awesome. But I've never squirted. <laughs> <laughs> and now that you said that, now I, I need to rethink that whole thing. But you yourself, have you made a woman squirt from spanking her? Yeah, I've made a... <laughs> I, uh, I I made her make a mess. <laughs> there's been there's been a couple, of, and that's not I don't I don't really think that's it's not a full me thing like why oh, I made you. It's like also what no. your body naturally does, and that you are in a safe space and that you can relax to that point to yes. your body. That so it's like partially me because I did my job, thank you, but also what yes. your body enjoyment. So yeah, I've, I've made women do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> okay, so. So on the flip side of, of being in spaces where uh, it's a safe space for women to have conversation, have you ever been in a space where men are having discussion about their interactions sexually with women? Yeah, I'm not in those spaces. Like, so, like, do you do you correct? Do you educate? Do you just stay quiet and listen to the bullshit and think to yourself, I know I'm never going to do that because... Yeah, there's certain there's certain groups and certain times where I have to... It gets, it can get tiring. Like, right. like, instant correction of like, 
okay, but why do like, I don't have, it's almost like a therapy session. I can't take you through this whole therapy session of why you think the way you think and did it. Like right. I can tell you, Hey, if you want, Hey motherfucker, I'm not the fly. I'm not, did it, did it, did Right. I'm successful with shit with women. If you want, you say you want this, here's how to go about doing it in a right. way where they'll say it's consensual and they will open up to you. So they will let you explore. But it's very hard to undo 20, 15, 10 years of this is what it is. This is how I did it. So if the space is there, I have been times with the space is there where the men were open to learning and taking yes. these forth. And okay, hey, I'll give you my information then. And then there's been times I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and leave. Like, I don't, I see yeah. what this is. Y'all are sort of stuck. No problem. It just ain't for me. Yeah. I feel like, I, I don't know, uh, you know, when we had the um, the group conversation, um, I just, like, I, I keep thinking to myself, and, and not necessarily with me being uh, the host or anything like that, but just in, in a general sort of way, that there needs to be more spaces created where men can have conversation and say what they really want to say without fear of being judged, without fear of... Um, any sort of backlash because I feel like I sometimes think that men put on this bravado because it's what's expected of them versus you know maybe what they really think and feel in terms of the way that they want to engage with a woman so I know that there are men who want to be submissive but they can't allow themselves to be because their mouths are too big and they're going to go back and have a conversation with somebody about whatever th they did with this woman, but it needs to be a good story. Like it can't be, you know, she had me face down, biting the pillow, you know, eating my ass. And I, I loved every minute of it. It has to be, I uh, know I had her face down, she, you know, in the pillow and I was giving it to her and she was bawling and moaning and whatever, whatever. But I, I think a lot of times, especially I've learned for me, like when they, people see me and then they have whatever perception of me they have. And then they see, especially if like in person, and then they see the results of what I do and how yes. women respond to me. And then they go, oh, now I want to talk to you. Like now. Like, now I it's worse. This, right. But now that you, now that I just fucking did this, now you're like, oh, okay. Now what, they're impressed. What I have to do. What do, 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 do. And even then it's like, okay, well, calm, calm. Like I know that made your dick hard, but calm down. Like I like, this isn't even, <laughs> we got to start from, right. we got to start from zero and work our way up to get here. I didn't fucking I didn't jump in I didn't jump in the game like this. I started from nothing and learned step by step and slowly got and then had to find who I was. So I can teach you what I do, but you're right. gonna be because we might not even have the same energy. Very it's true. like me and my mentor. He's a sadist. He's like he used to be a cop, so he's like very like narcissistic and he's like you do like and I had to learn like that's his thing. That's right. what he does. Who am I? And I'm a more of a softer. I'm like a uh, a guide. I'll right. take your hand. We'll go through this journey. I want to make sure you're comfortable and okay with him. It's like this is what I like to do. Either you fuck with it or you don't. Right. Have you ever been in in a, in a scene where I know that you said that, but like where the person requested one thing and then halfway through they changed their mind and wanted something different? Like they they decided that they wanted something more aggressive. Um, does that does that happen? Yeah. I, I always so uh, for me there's I say I always say hey for, we, I use the stoplight system so anytime we're having a session stoplight system green means go yellow means slow down red means stop and tan means you can like you you choose off like you can go harder so uh -huh. anytime you say and purple means you're overwhelmed so oh. like, if you say if you say tan it's like oh hey you hit me harder I can take more boom no problem or you can just I always say hey just use your words hey you can go harder so let me know and I and largely that happens with people who don't. They're still experimenting and trying to yes. learn. So I always leave that space for them to speak up for themselves. And be like anytime you feel anything, just let me know. Cause once I go into like teacher mode, it's not about me. It's about you. So I'm paying right. attention to you. I'm checking in on you. Do you want more? Do you want less? Let's find your sweet spot. Cause I my happiness is like watching other people go. <gasps> I didn't know I like that. Yeah. Right. See, like, like, that's my shit. Now go and flourish in the world, motherfucker. Like, like that's fine. <laughs> you send them off like the, the butterfly or the bird. Exactly. I love people like watching them discover themselves. Like, I didn't know I liked that. But then it's also like, so, well, you like it because there's a certain way and a safe way and a certain procedure to go about getting you there. Yeah. So you can go out to the world in a very evil villain sort of way. I, I'm sort of happy that men suck because 
you're going to come back to me. <laughs> right. Like, I know I, I wish everybody was just a good listener and patient. And I know that. And then you got to come back around. You got to come back to me again. Or right. somebody I know. Because they ain't going to do what's right. <laughs> That's what I feel like. If I was if I was a man and sitting in a room of men, I, I would be the person that listens. I would listen to all the ways that they fuck up, all the ways that they don't do the things that they're supposed to do, all the ways they don't pay attention to their women. And yeah, do the exact opposite. Like I don't understand how more guys don't think that way. It's a it's a jack off party with men. It's like right. I I I, I taught you why did this why did this why motherfucking you do do do. Once I was I thank God I was never really popular, so that was never. <laughs> I never had like a super guy circle to be right. like look at me and what I did. I did my little shit while did and I was. I use that, which you just said, I used it for evil at a very young age. <laughs> well, I learned, okay, these guys are jocks. They're not paying attention. Da, da, da. I'll listen, but then I learned how to emotionally manipulate people. And I was like, and that was, now that I was like, okay, I've grown and unfucked myself. I was like, okay, let's not be a fuckboy here. Don't, don't manipulate yes. emotions. Allow women to be who they are. And the truth, just like, the just be You be truthful, let them be truthful, and then you go from there. Yes. And I've been having the time of my life. So do you, do you, um, not who, but how do you get your aftercare? Because if you're, if you're expending so much energy, making sure that your clients and people that you engage with are getting what they need, how do you get your aftercare? I've had, I've had to learn that I like energy I've had to learn energy exchange is real and like serious there's been times where I was like in my cute little circles I was doing it and having fun and it was nice and then you get people where there's there's sort of recreational BDSM that I was used to and then I got into a space where I learned BDSM to be healing so I started getting into spaces where I was touching women and doing things to them and then they would just start crying what? like bawling and I the first time it happened I was freaked the fuck out I was like oh like, what did I do wrong did I break something exactly and it was just no they like there's certain people in the world whether it be men or women but I would yes. do where they don't know how to release they haven't been taught how to release the stress pain or whatever and then they find BDSM and somebody spanks them correctly just enough and it breaks the dam and a whole mm-hmm. shit just comes pouring out of them and I had to learn, like, okay, after that, it was like, I need to go back and talk to somebody who does this and who knows how to, so, like, therapeutic BDSM. So I've talked right. to people, this is what I do, this is how this shit works. Well, I've had to learn, okay, before I did that, I was having those, and then I would I would come, do the thing, be happy, da 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 that would happen, and I would go home, and I would cry, and I would just be a wreck. Like, I would... And it was because all their energy transferred to me, and I yes. had way of I was I wasn't aware of it at all. So whatever pain they were going through, that shit jumped into me. And I would go to a party good and I would come home and I would just be a wreck of a person. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Like and they would be good afterwards. They'd be lovely. They'd be thank you. You're so wonderful. <laughs> so I had to learn how to like, okay. First of all, what are we doing? Right. Like, is this going to be one of these sessions or not? Is it a playful session? Is it a light session? Do you not know what this is going to be? That's perfectly fine. I know how to sort of like sage myself down, get in a good mental space to, okay, if I do yes. take the deal with it, how to deal with my own emotions and how to sort of clear myself out. And also, if you have to take a break, take a break. They got to, right. I was, got to, got to the time I was doing it, doing it, doing it, and I started, started getting burnt out. But I was like, all right, I need to like, even in one second, you you're doing it and then it's only supposed to be one person but you're at an event and then somebody else sees and like oh what about me and somebody else sees oh what about me somebody else. and right. then five hours later I haven't taken a break taken a sip of water I've just you're been exhausted. and I'm, I'm sweating through my clothes right. and I'm done and I've had to go okay and I've basically missed the party <laughs> right and it's like everybody's packing up it's time to leave and I've been doing and I've enjoyed it but I was like I'm exhausted and it's like it's, it got it got tired and I was like you know what I need to like I'm still working on like setting the brakes and okay a couple of y'all and then we gotta move around like you're gonna have to find somebody else ask somebody else in the party to do something because it's not gonna I can't I don't have it to do it like that much unless right. I go to an event and I'm like okay I'm gonna do what I do for this 
and I'm right. playing for it, then cool. But just the sort of random, like, I saw it and I made sure it did. Can you, I can only do a certain amount of those and I need to like relax and chill and let me get back to you. Or if there's other people doing things, you can go talk to them and they can help you out. <sighs> That's, yeah, that energy transference, it's a lot. Um, I enjoy it now that I know things. what I'm doing. Like, right. I, now that I know what I'm doing, it's like, okay, if that's what you want, I can get in that space. I can sage myself, get my energy right. And then you can, you can, like, go ahead and let it go all right. And I know how to sort of, like, it's a buffer where it's not going into me. I'm right. hearing, taking in, but it's not absorbing in me. So I'm like, all right, it's just going away. Like, then it's just going out. Cool. So you're good. And then I'm still good at the end of the day. Okay. Can you, um, I, for purely selfish reasons. Can you tell me um, one of your, like, just in detail, one of your favorite scenes that you've done? Uh, I literally think it was like the, once I got to learn the, uh, like the healing part of it, I, that's probably one of my favorite, like just having someone go, hey, I need to let go. Like I need to, I'm, they know they need the release and I know okay cool come on so we start hey how's your day we do all the medical psychological what do you do we go down the line yes knows whatever and then we get into it and I know what like and I help that person get to that point where they can release and they can cry and then I can pull them close and hug them and do aftercare and just hear them tell me about their day and I can see like a brand new person emerge after I'm done with something they're like oh thank you I needed that go like like think that makes me happy happiness i live off the happiness of other people which is probably a little unhealthy but <laughs> no, well you know what i don't think that, i don't necessarily think that it's it's unhealthy i think it's like getting a, a personal dose of vitamin d it's like a, right. a little quick mini dose of, of sunshine i feel like kink therapy should be um hmm I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I feel like it should be on the level of just like, you know, when you, when you go to a therapist before emotional trauma, childhood trauma, I feel like sometimes for people having conversation may not be the right release for them. Right. Working through some of their demons physically might be the right release for them. And I, I don't know. Okay. So like take spanking, for example, like us as Jamaicans, West Indians, we get licks licks for days. Anytime you do anything, you're getting licks. And 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 for those who don't know what licks are, licks is when you're getting beaten. And we get beaten with any multitude of things. And I, I know that probably Black American children as well, just right. kind of on a whole. But I feel like you know what I mean. If if I think about if I think about the amount of times I got beaten as a child, I really wouldn't like getting spanked. If I think about the amount of times I got beaten into like you know like into my uh, early adolescent years. I really wouldn't like spanking as an adult if I equate those two things. But okay. being spanked, right, but being spanked as an adult is something that I sexually, physically enjoy. So I, I don't know, like, I feel like there needs to be a bridge somewhere where a therapist who is dealing with emotional trauma could possibly suggest to someone that they need a kink therapy session to right. maybe see if some of their trauma can be worked out that way where they can reclaim a space where spanking isn't a horrible thing and where they can get a different type of emotional release does that make sense and the, uh, there's that it's uh that has been i've heard about that being done with cnc consent non-consent okay basically suffer traumas of like what they've done through and but now they're going to be this and they have that based on whatever goes on in their head or however that wires in their head right they now have dreams and desires and that turns them on so they come to bdsm and then you find the right person to do it and basically it's like i'm going to put the power in your hands you're going to you're going to create this whole scene that you want we're going to go step by step and whatever you don't want there we'll do whatever you don't want so it becomes now it it rewires your brain to your brain to go okay i'm in control of this thing that was previously yes. traumatizing but now i have i've taken full control and at any time this can stop and i and i can enjoy the pleasure i get from it and whatever so i've heard about it being that way where that person basically gets it's like taking control of your trauma and yes. flipping into like 
now this is like beating the monster. Like you whoop my ass now for your ass. Now this is pleasure for me. Right. See, I like I like that type of overlap. I, I don't know if that would ever be a thing where um like a, a licensed therapist would suggest that to someone, right. but I you know it would be nice to, to think that that people could work together in that type of way right. where a clinical therapist could refer someone to a kink specialist to help them work out their traumas in different ways. Um maybe you just so, thought of a lane. Maybe you just thought you know, of a lane. Maybe we have to talk about this like offline. Exactly. <laughs> Where this can go. You know, whatever business idea teams, you know, things that kind of spark up and stuff like that. But um, we're going to wrap up. But before we go, um, I, I know I asked you before, but for the purposes of this specific conversation, any words of wisdom that you can impart on anyone who is starting their journey into the kink community um, or the swinger lifestyle? Oh, oh man, that's. Be open-minded, but have standards. Like, it's okay to explore, do what you want. If you want to try a little bit here, try a little bit there. Uh, so you can try things, but also if something's a no. It's a very, it's a very weird thing for me because I've had people who like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm, but that's because of previous notions of things that happened to them in the past. Yes. And I'm like, I understand what that is, but let me show you how it's supposed to go. So mm. maybe find find a mentor anything whether it be swinging or in BDSM I got through it by having people mentor me and help me and pulling me to the side and going okay I saw what you're doing not that way try it this way right. and that helped me it helped me through the process of learning it smoothed out the process and it saved me probably from a lot of stuff where I could have been messed somebody or hurt them and BDSM yeah. back to small as it is so you you if you fuck up your name out here, it, it'll get around fast. Yeah, <laughs> but like, oh yeah, don't I heard about him. Don't go so like if it's possible, <laughs> please find please find a mentor for any type of whatever you are. If you're a dom, you wanna find a mentor that's a dom. If you're submissive, I always tell people, Hey, if you come to me, I want this, but I don't if you don't know but you want something, I'm like, Hey, if I can get you in contact with uh a group of subs go talk to them right find out the they'll give you the scoop on things and then if you want to come back to me that's fine i don't need to be the one i'm not like oh it, it can be predatory sometimes with people yes. and like um so i'll go you a new submissive let me guide you hey if you need to go find a submissive group find them talk to them let them give you the scoop and then you can come back to me if you want that's perfectly fine but try to find be open-minded be free find a mentor and enjoy your journey I love that. So Sugar, I, I appreciate you. Um, thank you for having this conversation with me. Thank you for coming back to be a guest on the Pumpkin Chronicles podcast. I appreciate you. Can you thank please you let everyone... Oh, <laughs> no worries. Um, could you let everyone know again how they can get in contact with you and um, yeah, all your social media handles? Uh, most definitely feel free to message me on Instagram, the T-H-E-E underscore Sir Sugar. I... I'm here to, if I can answer questions or help you out through your journey, I'm here. Uh, if you do want a session with me, let me know. We can talk. We can message back and forth and talk and we can get into that. Also, my uh, Twitter is sexual underscore switch. So feel free to message me on there as well. I really reblog porn and other BDSM stuff and my couple of my things are on there. So feel free to take a look. And if you just want to say hi, say hi. If you want to ask me any questions, feel free whatever knowledge I can and do have, I will most definitely give to you. If I have to send you to somebody else, I'll do my best to do that as well. Okay, I appreciate that. And of course, um, uh, Sir Shiga's links will be posted. So you're just one click away from getting to him. And as you said, you know, please feel free to DM and ask it. Do you have an email address if somebody wanted to send you an email? Um, yeah, yep. it's, a, it's a long, but I'll, I'll probably have to make a specific one for that though. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Because so the one I have time. is the one for everything. Okay, yeah, no, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to yeah. inundate your inbox. So in the meantime, uh, it, until there is a, an email address, um, just send him a DM. You can either message him on Twitter or uh, on Instagram, as mentioned. Pum Pum Posse, bless up yourselves. Uh, thank you for joining us. As always, continue to practice your self-love and self-care. Take a break when you need to and do not beat yourself up about it. The world is starting to act crazy all over again cautionary be cautious especially now with who you engage with and who you interact with it's like we got past 
the COVID business and now the monkeypox wants to come in and terrorize people's lives. So, <sighs> yeah. Stay safe out there. If you're outside, be mindful of where you are when you are outside. And um, yeah, just, you know, make sure you look out for your, your friends and for yourself and do all the things that you should do to stay safe. Posse, bless up yourselves. We will talk to you soon. Well, everybody don't know me, me, I'm Leonard. I'm going to Paris and the girl named Concord. Let me tell this one to all of the man we brought the gallery card. All the man we have 10 gallery one yard. Miss him, me and the girl, them Gisada. Be a sexy girl, me a grown and a starter. The girl, them send me out a harder. And a slack me, slack me, take it off of me father. Again, me and the girl, them Gisada. Be a fat girl, me a grown and a starter. The girl, them send me out a harder. And a slack me, slack me, take it off of me father. Well, man, so the father, so the son, me poopa was a jealous, see him so me come, and I me brother them, get 15 son, couldn't afford to let me whole man down, everywhere me go, and everywhere me come, me a girl a short, see me man ya come, the girl ya know me bad, show me self platinum, and up my real life, me make my shop and done, love can me make, give them wife and bun, I am the old jealous, I am second to none, just step in the beamer, time to have fun, me a the girl be a fat girl, me a girl and a sada. The girl them send me out a father. And a slack me, slack me, take it off of me father. Again, me a the girl them gisada. What more girl them me well want sada? The girl them send me out a father. And a slack me, slack me, take it off of me father. Anyway, just me the girl them need. The boy me a see man, me no gram for just in a default in Paris. Pick me a kid, pick me all a creep and a breastfeed. Under me Guinness, under me weed I swear to God that y'all must get freed Y'all so she bad but me cut her speed Broke down the house like a stampede Boy, she be my whole dad, we at the hope is That only one thing when all y'all is the belief Me a the girl them kiss harder All the ghetto girl them me well was harder The girl them send me out of harder And the slap me slap me take it off of me father Again, me a the girl them kiss harder Father, so me sing, say, oh, girl, it's a fit. The girl no want a man, he walk her 